are talking about love. Hey everyone, how are you guys? I hope that everyone is enjoying their week and I feel like time is just kind of weird right now. I don't know if anyone else feels that right now, but um, <laughs> my husband and I were going to go camping this weekend and our car basically like shut down on us and it was a blessing because it happened like not too far outside the city, like before we got way out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but anyways, so we were planning on being outside and now we're just kind of chilling and relaxing at home this weekend instead. And I'm here recording a podcast for you guys. So I'm excited to get to like be here and spend some time with y'all today. And I've been thinking about, um, a lot of different things. I have so many different ideas and tools I'm working on for you guys. Um, but I just wanted to tell you that, um, I really believe that a big part of this anxiety is comes from love, right? Kind of being afraid of love, not really understanding what love is. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about love and understanding it better. But before we get into it, I wanted to read this review from LDS for Kids. They wrote, I love the personal examples Mikkel shares on her podcast related to relationship anxiety. She knows how to walk her listeners through the challenges they might face and provide actionable steps they can take to feel more serenity in their lives. I'm so glad there's a podcast for those struggling with relationship anxiety. Very helpful. Thank you so much for that review. It was very, very, very sweet. So, all right, let's talk about love, you guys. <laughs> um... So, love is something we feel, right? That's how most of us think of love is um, the butterflies in your stomach and your heart flushing and just like blue skies and everything just seems perfect and amazing. Like that, that is what love is. And it's a feeling we have. And a lot of times we think of it as like this feeling is something that is outside of us. It's something we find. It's something we fall into. It's something that just happens to us. And so when you deal with relationship anxiety, you overanalyze a lot. Like, is this really love? Is it not? I don't know. Maybe this is really something else. And really putting a lot of thought into what emotion am I feeling right now? And is it really love? And if it isn't love, like, for example, we know sometimes for sure we're not feeling a positive emotion. We might be feeling irritation or overwhelm or um, anxiety. And then we start overthinking that emotion and making it mean something about our relationship. Like, if I really loved my boyfriend, I wouldn't feel so irritated with him. I would just feel this overwhelming love for him all the time. If I was really truly in love with him and so we're constantly questioning our feelings and checking them and we might have a day where we feel really good and so we feel good about stuff in our relationship and then we have a day where we don't feel as great and so we start questioning like well do I really love him because I haven't had a lot of positive emotions today and if you guys want more on this definitely go check out my episode on emotions because I think that will help but it is so interesting that it's something we do to ourselves is we're like trying to figure out 
have we found love or not? And we're constantly checking inward with ourselves to know if we actually feel love or not. And that pressure to feel more love tends to have the opposite effect on us. When we think I need to love him more or I should love him more, I don't love him enough. When you think that, what do you feel? Probably not more love. (laughs) When I think I need to love him more, I feel stress and pressure. So it's important to recognize that like our expectations of love and our pressure we put on ourselves to feel love does not actually help with cultivating more love in our relationship. It doesn't actually help with making a confident decision about our relationship. All it does is stress ourselves out more. And I know a lot of us think like, it seems useful, right? Like if I just think and think about love and if I love him enough that eventually I'll figure it out. But instead all we do is just create more anxiety for ourselves. So I think it's important to understand that there's two types of love. And the first type is the kind we feel. So a lot of times, again, we talk about it as something we fall into, a feeling that just happens to us. And that's why a lot of us stress out about finding the right guy is because that we think if we find him, if we find this person, that the thing outside of us, that then we will feel different on the inside, that then we will feel love. But it's so important to know that our thoughts are what create loving feelings towards our partner. And that's why for many of us, we have those moments of feeling love and feeling happiness with our partner, but then we also have moments of not feeling it. And that's because sometimes we think loving thoughts and sometimes we don't. It's the same guy, but we are thinking different thoughts about him. So. An example for you guys, because I know many of you are probably thinking, well, I think that the difference is, is just sometimes he's acting differently. And that's why I feel love for him. And it's not like my thoughts. It's just him being different. (laughs) And so I have an example. This is like a little bit, this is a hypothetical situation. But um, let's say that you get home and your boyfriend isn't there. And you start thinking like, where is he? Why is he gone? Maybe he doesn't love me. Like, why Why wouldn't he want to be here when I get home? Like, why is he trying to avoid me? And you feel all this anxiety because of these thoughts. And then, like, a few minutes later, he gets home and he shows up with some flowers. And then he explains that, like, he just went out to go pick up some flowers for you because he's been thinking about you. And then all of a sudden... You start thinking like, wow, oh my gosh, he's so sweet. He really cares about me. I'm so lucky to be with him. And then you feel a sense of love for him. He was doing the same thing the whole time when he, when he wasn't there in the house, you know, like he was still out getting flowers. You just didn't know. You didn't have thoughts about him getting flowers. You just started thinking and assuming things about where he might be. And, of course, that didn't create the feeling of love. But then once you knew and you started thinking, wow, he's sweet and he cares about me because he got flowers. Again, same situation. You just had different thoughts about it. So it's really important to recognize when we have those shifts in feelings towards our partner 
a lot of times we think it's like because they are doing something different, but we have to tap into how are our thoughts different about him so that we're feeling or not feeling love. And it's so important to do this because then we can start seeing that connection of how our thoughts are shaping our experience in our relationship. Instead of like just being totally freaking out all the time and like trying to get him to change or be different or trying to change yourself is just like notice what you're thinking about him when you feel love and when you feel joy and happiness and also notice what you're thinking when you feel anxiety and don't feel a rush to try and be like oh no I'm not feeling love right now I'm I'm thinking he's annoying and need, and trying to hurry and change that thought but just like notice what you're thinking about him be observing of what's happening for you because this is part of the human brain part of the human brain is sometimes we are going to think negative thoughts and when we demand that we don't have any negative thoughts, that doesn't actually help at all. <laughs> I think of our brain like a toddler sometimes that just likes to pitch fits and get upset about random stuff. And you think about like if a kid were crying and the parent would be like, you need to be happy. Like, stop crying. You should be happy right now. That is not going to help the toddler. Like the toddler probably, if anything, is just going to get more upset. The demanding happiness and positivity won't actually help them be more positive. But that's what we do to ourselves is we're in a negative space and then we start demanding of ourselves that we feel a certain way and criticizing ourselves for feeling a certain way. But all that does is add to the negativity. So demanding that we feel love doesn't create love at all. It just creates more negativity. And so it's so important to recognize that thinking you should love him more might sound nice, but it doesn't really help with feeling love. So it's so important to know, like our feelings of love come from what we think about our partner, but part of being human means we're not gonna feel love all the time. And that's okay. Giving yourself permission to have your negative emotions and also recognizing that when you feel those butterflies and when you feel excited about things, that those are coming from how you're thinking about him. So the second type of love, so the first type of love we feel, right? Feelings that come from our thoughts. The second type is the love we choose. So a lot of us think of love as a noun, right? An object or possession that we either have or don't have, like, because we found the right guy, so we have love, or we found the wrong guy, so we don't have love, whatever it is. But love can also be used as a verb, something that we choose, something that we become. So even when your brain is in that negative space where you're having negative thoughts and you're feeling negative emotions, you can still choose love. You can choose love even when you're not feeling it. And that is how we cultivate love that lasts through a lifetime. Because our emotions fluctuate up and down in a relationship. Like being human, we're going to have positive and negative emotions. But we can still consistently choose to show up to choose love. We can take actions that show love, be willing to serve, be willing to say sorry, 
to listen, to give space for them. There's not always going to be the butterflies. We won't always feel those positive emotions, but we can choose to be there for our partner, to support them, to notice the good in them, to act in loving ways, even when we aren't feeling it. We can choose to love ourselves, even when we feel anxious, rather than being angry at ourselves for our doubts and our insecurities. And we can be compassionate with ourselves. Practicing that kind of love with ourselves will increase our capacity to love our partner more. One of the things one of my mentors taught, Shara Paul, she talks about um, Malcolm Gladwell's has this rule he talks about of once you have done some skill for 10,000 hours, you become a master at it. So playing guitar, playing football, painting, whatever it is that when you've spent 10,000 hours of it, that that you'll be an expert. So when you think about people that are professionals, right, they probably have spent 10,000 hours of their life doing their sport or whatever their skill is. So when we think about love, not as just a feeling that just happens to us, but as something we're choosing, that love itself can be a, something we learn, a skill, something that we get good at, that we can practice and learn love. And what if it takes 10,000 hours to get really, really good at being able to love? And maybe it's okay that we get it wrong sometimes, that we mess up and that we don't love our partner as good as we feel like we should. That it's okay that this is part of the process of learning how to love is getting it wrong sometimes. But I think it's so important to recognize that we don't need to be so concerned about if we have love or not, if it's something we found, but that it's something we can choose. We don't need to go find it. We can create it in the relationship that we have. We can practice loving our partner and doing things to show love for him, practicing loving actions, practicing thinking loving thoughts, and also loving yourself when you get it wrong. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye.